Yo, 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 we just literally watched the last college football game of the season. Alabama does it again. Nick Saban is the greatest college coach of all time. Congratulations to the Alabama Roll Tide. But forget all that. We are back with another episode with the I got my boy with me, the $18,000 kid, Steve-O. How you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm doing good. I banked on that uh, Alabama minus nine line. You know, I, I banked on it a little. So you feeling good, man. You you loving of it. I'm feeling good. So this is a great night. This is a great night. Okay. Well, let me go ahead and uh, make you eat some words. Go ahead and tell us who the best wide receiver in the nation is again, please. This year, it was Devontae Smith. He's the best wide receiver in the nation, bro. This year, next year, last year, it don't matter. He in college football, that's the best wide receiver in the nation. And he deserves to go. He deserves to go top three. He is a difference maker, man. All depends on what team wants. All depends on what they want. It ain't about once anymore. This man is the best player in the nation. Right. And, he does, well, and he deserves everything that he gets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he definitely does. While we're on this game, do you have any takes about this game? Alabama, like, let's take it. Let, let's talk about this. Alabama next year gets to open up the season with my canes. I'm not too thrilled about that. But they're gonna lose. They're losing a lot of stuff. They're gonna. They're gonna be losing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I, again, I still don't see Miami pulling this game off. But it, it could get interesting. No, Devontae Smith. They're gonna lose Mac Jones this year. Um, and Waddle. Yeah, and Waddle, and Harris. Exactly. Yes, they're gonna can. lose a lot. And Josh Joe. <laughs> They're and, losing uh, Christian Barmore. They are losing a lot. They're losing a lot, but the thing with Alabama is, as you know, they reload. Yeah, they reload. They don't There's rebuild. no such thing as a rebuild over there. Nah. Nah, not at all. They don't rebuild. Um, so they're going to be fine. They've been recruiting five stars for years for reasons like this. You know, obviously, for, for most teams, you you lose this many people, it's a rebuild year. Not mm-hmm. them. Not them. They are you them to- Yeah, they, they used to sending these guys to the league. They they do it, Clemson does it, Ohio State does it. It don't matter. They'll be fine. I'm not worried about that at all. But as a Hurricane fan, we, we just want to we hope it gets canceled due to COVID, just like uh you guys got to escape Ohio State this year. You threw that in there. You threw that in there. I mean, the good. I still think <laughs> if, if it was a non-COVID-related season, I think we would fare be pretty decently with Ohio State, especially in Austin. Okay. Y'all were supposed to play them week two. 
Correct. How many games did you guys lose this year? We lost uh, three, four. Four. I think four. I think it was four at, at the end of the year. It was. It was so rough. you guys, you guys lost four games this year, <laughs> and you only played like seven. Yeah, you think you guys had a chance? I said in a non-COVID season where nobody opted out. Okay. We had Panesul, we had Thomas Graham, we had Lenore, who he played as well. But then we'd have Javon Holland, we'd have Brady Breeze. We we'd have a good secondary, bro. But COVID it's did. A, it's a big hypothetical. That's yes, the thing. COVID happen. still happened. It happened, and every team had to deal with it. Every team had to show that, you know, they can they can overcome adversity. You guys, on the other hand, did not. But I am proud of the season y'all had. Y'all got to play into the Pac-12 championship game, and you fuckers actually won, which I think is horse crap, but I'm proud of you That we guys. won or that we got there? You didn't get there. Let's let's just go ahead. Right, and... Let's face it this way: the week before, if we beat Washington, which I think we would have done, we would have been there. I don't think you beat Washington. I think y'all got I gifted. Do. Washington. Okay, you, you can keep thinking that. It's all good. Steve, you lost four games. Yep. So stop. That's all I gotta say to that. We did lose acting. four games. I mean, QB play. QB play killed us. So what 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 would have what would have been the difference? You still had the same quarterback. We may have went to Anthony Brown a little sooner. Mm-hmm. Because Tyler Shuck is not the answer. He looked decent his first couple games. He made some bad reads, but he regressed so bad throughout the year. It was remember terrible. When you, remember when you thought Tyler Shuck was gonna lead you to the promised land? <laughs> yep. It wasn't pretty. That was that was that was a fact. It was rough. I remember when you said y'all was gonna be better than Miami this year. <laughs> well, I'm about to just, we might as well yeah. just go ahead and uh, we might as well go ahead and repost all those episodes that you was talking all this shit. I mean, it's all good, bro. Yeah, I fucking I, I talk big shit about my team and and then back it up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's all right, man. It happens to the best of us. Let's just go ahead and get to the nitty gritty of the show, which would obviously be the wild card recap, man. How how was your wild card? Like, how did how did you fare with the wild card weekend? Uh, as far as bets, terrible. <laughs> I won one game. <laughs> you won, won one out five. of you won one yep. out. Yep. <laughs> I told you all that bold shit you be doing wasn't hey, gonna. It was close. It's because I went with the underdog. The only underdog that I went with that was not, um, that was not like a money line underdog, was uh, Bears. Bears to cover. And by the way, that ending to that game really sucked. They scored to get it down to twelve. The line was eleven. If they just kick, if they kick the PAT, it's a push. If they go for two and get it, I would have won. Yeah, so but uh, you that know was a rough it, ending. When, you know when the game, when they're losing like that, they're trying to actually win the game. They don't give a fuck about bets. 
Oh, I, oh, I know. Nobody. They don't care about the bets. I know that. Yeah, they uh, they're not the, looking about as that. As a better, as a better, it sucks. <laughs> as a better, you wanted to be like, just kick that. Because I point. turned off that game. Don't try I to win the game. That game. I turned off that game when it was twenty-one to three, and uh, the the Bears punted, and then I tuned back in, and they just scored. And I'm thinking, okay, this two-point conversion is going to be real big. <laughs> nope, game over. <laughs> that, that was a rough one. That was a rough one. But um, let, let's talk about it. Uh, speaking of that game, so I know yesterday I, I did a poll uh, about whether Nagy, Trubisky, or both, like, stay or go. And uh, a majority said... I think it was like 54%. Uh, they said they both are gone. Do you agree with that? That's hard because if you let Mitch walk, Nagy, I've been saying got to go. I understand he went 8-8. Eight and eight. He made the playoffs. Um, Sneaked in. But I mean, I, I mean, but at the end of the day, Exactly. He like he should not have been there. He got lucky. They got lucky. Um but if you let Mitch walk, are you saying that you guys are gonna go ahead and run with Nick Foles? And Nick Foles, Nick Foles didn't make the offense any better. No, at he all. actually to me he made it worse because that line is so bad that you're a statue and his throwing isn't, you know, the like he's not like an Aaron Rodgers or like a Peyton Manning or anything back there. He's a maybe above average passer as far as like accuracy, above average, average in that range. And exactly. he, I, I don't if if you move on from Mitch, you've got to draft another quarterback or get one in free agency. You can't stick with Nick Foles. Exactly what I was, which brings me back to the actual question itself. No, both, both, both does not stay, but Nagy has to go. You have to keep Mitch. You have to keep Mitch for now. Well, I I think in their case, they have to, because their pick is going to end up being. You'd have to resign Mitch, though. So do you resign him? Yeah, you just talk to him like you know. You when you when you re-sign him, he knows he's not getting this mega contract. He's not going to get this bag, okay? So, whatever you sign him for, it needs to be at a decent enough price to be able to understand that you can bring in a quarterback and they can compete for the job. Obviously, you don't want to give Mitchell Trubinsky a bag and then make him compete because then at that point, if he loses, now you're paying whatever amount. For a backup, which teams have done, and it's horrible. <laughs> like, it's horrible. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, to be honest, I don't. I can't remember if I said this on the actual show, but I've always said since they did squeak into the playoffs, what they should have done is they should have called the Dolphins and tried to see what Ryan Fitzpatrick was doing. Because yeah. both of those quarterbacks, you already knew weren't going to get it done. Let's be honest. We already gave Mitchell Trubinsky a chance. We already gave Foles a chance. So why didn't you guys, as soon as Tua was known as a starter, at that point, that's when you go ahead and make that phone call. Like, what what would it take? 
What would it have taken? Because then you are putting yourself in a situation to win the game. Because sadly, what's going to happen is the same thing that happened with Jacksonville. It's going to come to a time where they got to start paying that defense. And let's be honest, in the history of football, that's not happened. So I think it might be time for them to rebuild in general. Total rebuild. Because you're yeah. not going to I'm not opposed. I'm. I'm not gonna say rebuild because the defense is there. The defense is good, but but you know it's also Allen Robinson's contract year, so he's gonna yeah. want, he's gonna want a contract. He's clearly your only receiver, You're other right. than Mooney. Yeah. He, but Ooh, uh, but Mooney's only a, a and he's a playmaker. You know Mooney's not your guy that you can rely on every down. So True. you got to sign a Rob back. He's gonna want that bag. On top of having to figure out your your defensive situation, I don't know, man. I think they might just be best to just start the process. So before, okay, so in my in my mind, you let Mitch walk, you fire Nick. You don't mm-hmm. do a complete rebuild, though. What you do is you sign, you get a Rob back, like you were saying, but you have to, you have to invest in an O line. You have to. That O line is. Probably the worst in the league. Like, I don't know if there was an O-line worse. If so, yes, it is. I don't know. It, it's probably a top five pick. And they, there's, like, there's, there's an O-line terrible. worse. And there's an there O-line is. worse. I mean, and when I tell you, like I said, you're going you're gonna to say, oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's actually terrible. a team that's probably about uh, maybe 100 miles away in Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're they're not good. And then uh, Chargers, they they didn't have a good O line either. I mean, they yeah, did. there's there's going to be bad ones. But I mean, anybody who watched the Bears saw that QB yeah. play was bad and O line play was terrible. Those were the two biggest biggest question marks that they had for the year because defense was doing their thing, and obviously play calling too. Play calling was terrible. So that's why I feel Nagy needs to go and that. But um, so yeah, we talked about the Bears, but what about the Saints? Anything that you want to say about the Saints? I did pers- pretty much what everybody thought they would do. Yeah, I personally had the Saints. You know, I I have them going to the Super Bowl this year. After I watched this game, if if Drew Brees can't get back into any kind of form, they're not going to win this. They're not going to get to the national. They're not going to get to the championship. It's no way. Uh, that offense still was sputtered. I mean, granted, we both know the Browns. Uh, not the Browns. The Bears have a good defense, but ah, man, Drew Brees just—he's definitely missed a step. I'm not going to say it's as bad as you know when when Peyton Manning. In his last year, like it was clearly like he was here, he was at his peak, he was he was at a good he was at a good enough spot. But when he hit a wall and it just dropped off. And I feel like that is the same thing that's about to happen to Drew Brees. He's just not he's not looking right. And I mean, let's be honest. It, it looks like it's that it's happened in the Big Ben. Big Ben looks like he's hit oh, a yeah, spot. Big Ben, Big Ben. I, I honestly, after this season, would not be shocked if Big Ben, Breeze, and Rivers all retire. 
Because I told definitely you, definitely looking like a father time beginning. is caught up. Exactly, and I told you in the beginning of the year. I said this year at the at the end of this year, I want that generation to go ahead and retire. I want Ben to retire. I want Breeze to retire. I want Brady to retire. I want that whole generation to just go ahead and call it quits because they are they already have the accolades. You know, they already. I want them to all be able to go out on top without having to deal with the the situations of a Peyton Manning. Let's be honest. We all say Peyton Manning is one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but at the same time, his legacy does get a little bit demolished because we're all like, damn, the way he ended, he had this noodle arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I I was like, man, I I just want want them all to leave. I want them all to end it on this note, which is probably why I got the Saints going to the Super Bowl, and that's probably more heart than anything else than a smarter pick, but I'm with you. I wouldn't be surprised if they call it quits. You see Marquise Pouncey already called the quiz today. Yep. And I feel like Big Ben, I know he's under contract, but I feel like he'll be gone. And uh, as far as Breeze goes, um, yeah, I I know a few Saints fans that kind of they want him to retire. Mm-hmm. Me like, too. They want him to retire after here because he's almost a liability. I'm not going to say a liability because, you know, his smarts are still there. He still knows – decision making and stuff like that but there's times you can just you can just see it in his arm that he just can't do it he just can't throw the ball downfield obviously like he used to which to be honest what has been a knock on him throughout his whole career is he doesn't have that cannon of an arm like some of these right. other guys but, but see like, now i'll ask you this the thing with him is if he retires if he retires do you go Taysom Hill? As your starting quarterback, if I would because that that's Payne, something I would say no, I would say I would reassign Winston. I see now. I agree with you, and even when when Breeze went out and they started Taysom Hill, they it, it was weird. They Breeze went out, they started Taysom Hill, but when Breeze is healthy, uh, their number two, their their backup quarterback essentially is Jameis Winston, and then it doesn't make sense to me because at that point, what are you trying? What are you saying? So that's why I, so, that's why I'm like I, that's why I asked you like what do you so just? What I've heard is when they uh, they resigned um, Taysom, they they basically I heard Sean Payton promised him basically if Drew Brees does go down, that he promises that he will be given a fair shot, him being Taysom Hill. So he will essentially get to fight for the starting quarterback job. Yeah. So they basically gave him – I don't I don't know the purpose of bringing in Winston, to be honest, if you're going to do that. but Exactly. Exactly. But, I mean, hey, if you're, if you're Jameis, I mean, this was a great year. You made, you made over a million dollars. You got to just sit and you got to learn from one of the greats in Drew Brees. Drew Brees and Sean Payton. I mean, you didn't get to play much, but this is a it's a good learning year for him. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, no, but it, it's not. It's oh, more than just learning. It. Yeah, it's yeah, more nobody, than just that. Like, play. especially when your chance, like he got the chance. Yep. Technically, the chance was there. Like Drew Brees went down, and he still mm-hmm. couldn't even get that. You know, and. Let's say, let's say, 
He didn't. And that's what I'm saying. Let's say Sean Payton says, okay, we're going to ride with Taysom Hill. What happens to Jameis? Who needs a quarterback bad enough to go out and spend that money on Jameis? Because I don't see Jameis being another backup. No. Not um, for another year. You can Who's going to spend the money? That's a, that's a big question. Because, I mean, most teams now are going young through the draft. Yeah, because so. this is the year to take quarterbacks. There's about four or five quarterbacks out there. I mean, that can really possibly go in the first round. Yeah, you got, let's see, Trask, Jones, Fields. You got Lance. You got Wilson. You got um, Lawrence. Lawrence. Exactly. So that's, that's what, all- six that I just named. Exactly. And all six have a, a case to go first round. Yep. So, so that's again, another thing for the Saints. If Mac Jones is down there or Kyle Trask and you want to go young, even though pretty much um, I mean, Jameis is still young. Signed. Yeah, Jameis is still fairly young. But if you're not sold on Jameis and you want to go with one of these rookies, you could get Mac Jones or Kyle Trask at the end of the round, first round. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm uh, saying. The, the time for Jameis. Might be – it could be running out. Yeah. I mean, he, somebody will pick him up. I mean, he has the arm talent and everything. He just needs to work on his decision-making. I mean, that's just – that's been a knock on him the whole time because he, he can make just about every throw. But he just needs to read defenses a little better and be smarter, basically, not try to make every play. If some plays aren't there, just throw it away. That's something he just needs to learn. Yeah, but the whole time, when when I talk about Jameis Winston, he was under Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians, as we've seen, as we all know, wants to get the ball downfield. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Tom Brady had interception issues for the first, like, what, four weeks? Yep. Obviously, you know, he he got it together. He's the GOAT. He's Tom Brady, but... He, he had turnover issues. So I don't even – at this point, it's even, now it's getting hard to say, yeah, Jameis. I mean, obviously, 30 interceptions. Dude, come on. But it it's not all on him when the system no, not all of them forces are. you essentially to go downfield. Uh, e- either way, either way, either way. Let's get, let's get back on topic. Yeah. Let's, let's yeah, recap. Get, get yeah, we game. <laughs> we've gone totally <laughs> – that, that's the one thing I love about football, man. You can, man, you start talking about one thing, you can go all over to the next. So let's get back to the game. So uh, that start Saturday. Saints, yeah, let's start with Saturday. Let's start with the first okay. game then. Buffalo so, Indy. Which was so a good game. One of those games. We all expected. Yep. This was one of those games I, I did take uh, Indy. I took Indy money line because I felt like what they could do is ball control, pound the rock, keep Josh Allen off the field. Obviously, for the first half, it was looking good. It, it was looking good until they went, what was it, 90, like 97, 95 yards at the end of the first half. Yeah. Went up. Like, that. that was pretty much the – game-changing moment, in my opinion. Because instead of going up, instead of going into halftime with the momentum, you 
you, you now allowed the home team with with some fans there, so they have some home field advantage uh, to finally finally get the momentum going into halftime. That game was essentially it. It was essentially what we said. It, it came down to if the defense was going to be able to uh, slow up Josh Allen. That was mm-hmm. essentially all it was, and it, the answer was no. Nope. The answer they, was they no. Josh Allen. For about a half. Slightly under a half. And then and, but just see, got going. And, and that's the thing with done. the Bills. The Bills have just enough. And, and of course, who? Stephon Diggs had another big game. And it goes back to what we say. Like, Stephon Diggs might have been the best thing that ever happened to Josh Allen. Because <laughs> he get a real number one receiver, and all of a sudden that offense gets clicking. You know, yep. uh, the Bills took care of business. The one thing I will say we were wrong on is the Bills. Well, I was wrong on. They won the game without winning it by double digits. I thought if I thought if the game stayed close, I thought the Colts were going to pull it out, but they couldn't. And you can arguably say, you know, that last set down was, you know, just them laxing up a little bit. They were already had the game won, but Phillip Rivers went down, you know, with a fight like we expected, mm-hmm. but I just I thought if, if the Bills won this game, it would have been because they just would have blatantly just outscored them, and that wasn't the case. Phillip Rivers definitely turned up and stayed in the game. I hope he retires off this performance. That is yeah. what I hope. Yeah, he was crying at the end of the game. So I mean, it it could be a sign that he he may just hang it up. But uh, but yeah, that game it was it was entertaining. I didn't get to watch too much of it. I was at work, unfortunately. But um, but hey, it, I mean, it turned out to be a good game. And that's just that game was just the start of how my bets were going. Close, <laughs> but but just couldn't get it done. Uh, that's because I, I, you and these underdogs, man. You need to stop. Hey, hey, what underdog like got blown out? Tell me what underdog like looked like they did not belong. They all they all look good. Exactly. I mean, they, St. Louis or not St. Louis? Uh, the Rams. Yeah, but I Who, say by that, the way, next game, the Rams are gonna win that game. Yeah, they were. Uh, yeah. I, they were the underdogs, right? Yeah, they were the underdogs by three. They end up outright outright winning by ten. Um, I didn't expect I, the way they won. I couldn't say. I can't say that I expected that. You know, I, I didn't expect Wolford to get hurt on the what the second third drive, and they go and with golf, golf coming. Right. Um, by the way, when you they can't make it carry that low. They they played great defense and just give it to Cam Akers. Now I'm okay. Now I'm gonna ask you this. Obviously, we know Jalen Ramsey is one of the best corners in the league. Yep. But is DK overrated? I'm not gonna say he's overrated, but. I mean, it depends on what you say because there's some fans that compared him to Megatron. Not a chance. No. That like people that compared him to Calvin Johnson. No. 
Like, you can just stop with that. Um, but as far as like overrated, I, to the people that say, think he's like a Calvin Johnson, yeah, he's overrated. But to the people that like me, I think he's a good receiver who has a good upside. But which I do too. But I think right I mean now he's he, overrated. I think right there he's overrated. You can say overrated. I mean, everybody he, just hypes him up left and right, even on he the plays he makes for defense. <laughs> he he exactly. He doesn't run great routes. So I mean that that was the knock on him coming into the league is he can't make cuts. I, and I, there's wide receivers that you know have obviously made it without being the best route runners, but you're not going to get past the Jalen Ramseys like that. You're not going to get past the Stephon Gilmore's like that. You know oh. those guys are it's just as big as you. And their tech, their sound, and their technicians at their craft. You're not going to beat those guys without the right Hey, but I will, I will say, if you did watch that game, there were a few times he had Ramsey beat, and Russell just either didn't see him or like overthrew it. Well, of course, I would hope so. That's your job. Your so job, you gotta win. Isn't like Ramsey locked him down. I mean, Metcalf had his had his moments. Just he. He, for some reason, just couldn't get the ball to him. And on top of that, and, Metcalf and does Russell, drop quite a quite a bit of passes. He does he, drop some open. Your passes. job, exactly. Your job is to do what? So how is he not overrated? <laughs> I mean, players players miss catches, but he does miss it at a higher rate than he should. Now, also speaking on that, um, yeah, Russell Wilson has not been. Uh, we 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 talked about this last time. You know, he's not been good. He has not been good for the second half of the season. That so, Cardinal game. That Cardinal game, when they went to OT, was the last good game Russell Wilson had. Exactly. So, I mean, obviously that dampers the whole offense. That that puts a, a bad look on the whole offense. But, damn, dude. DK dropping passes don't help. Uh, Chris Carson in and out of the lineup doesn't help. Uh, Tyler Lockett and his inconsistent performances doesn't help. Yeah, he went AWOL after that game. He had 15 for 203 touchdowns, and then I don't know where he went at. And died. And died. We did Pretty much. What, he only had like two catches this game. Yeah, he, it, I mean, the whole offense in general that, that game, minus DK's two big plays, I mean, that offense was pretty much not there. And that's what I'm saying. It, it's pretty safe to chalk up that their woes are going to come and go with the offense. The offensive struggles is going to come. They, they got to figure it out. I yeah, don't know they, if the, I don't know if it's the defense has figured out Russell Wilson. I don't know if they just don't make, ooh, excuse me. I don't know if they just don't make uh, changes, but something, something has to give because they, they can't continue to be this team. Year in and year out. This is the second a- Wilson started off the year as an MVP caliber player and died. Mm-hmm. And died. This is yeah. the second time. The, the thing is they need to find a mix. So this year, they were – early on, they were, like, uh, pass heavy. They were letting Russ right. cook, as the saying goes. Uh, the year before, they were pretty much run first down, run second down, mm-hmm. pass. They need to find a mix. Like, 
you, you don't need to let Russ throw 40, 45 times a game and Carson run it like 12. Or you don't need Carson to run it like 35 times 30, a game. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need that. You need to find a mix in between it. And right now, I think that's what they they, they were missing this year. Is uh, Yeah, because um, if... Their their problem is definitely not the talent. Their talent right now, or it's not talent. Their problem right now is like you said, figuring out uh, their identity and what they're going to be going forward. Because uh, like you said, you hit it right on the head. You know, early in the year they're throwing the ball fifty times a game, but just last year, like you said, they're running the balls fifty times a game. So they have to figure it out. Yeah, and they, I mean, Aaron Donald. Remember, he didn't play most of the fourth quarter. So at that point, you you should be taking advantage of that because Aaron Donald yeah, but, not being there is yeah should help you yeah. in some sort. Of course, and as easy as it is to say that, that line balled out on Saturday. They did. Yeah, Leonard Floyd stepped up. Like and even tackles did good too. Even even without him, you know they stepped up. They had guys that only had six sacks in the year, you know, ending the game with a sack and a half, two sacks. So their whole line stepped up. And that's been the issue with uh, that matchup all year. Yep. Literally, the rest has been getting killed every time they play the Rams. So that's yeah. something they got. They they have to figure it out, whether it's offensive play calling or it, it is solely on the line. That's something they have to figure out, or they're not gonna they're not gonna get over the hump. Uh, we'll go ahead yeah. and move on from that game. Well, well one um, last one last thing I want to talk about that game. Can we talk about how McVay is a play caller, like, or just a head coach in general has like improved immensely since that uh that Super Bowl run? It has before before he he used to he basically said we're gonna win it my way or no way. And he kind of gave that up, and now they're winning however they need to win, whether that's run the ball, run Cam Akers 25-plus times, or, you know, pass it. Just, I mean, he, he's improved immensely since that um, Super Bowl run, in my opinion. No, and you're, you're, totally, you're totally right. The one thing I've, I like about Sean McVay's style is he – Runs a very creative old school offense. It's really an old school offense. You yeah. run the ball, pound the ground, play action. Play action. But yep. but what he what he does is he still moves people around. He still has he incorporated motions in his offense. He moves his better players around the field, so you have to keep you have to find them. You know, literally every play. So. It's actually, honestly, really refreshing to watch. Like you said, I think he has matured a lot. Mm-hmm. But damn it, it don't it don't help that he definitely got the roster of a you know a Super Bowl winning team. Yeah, he definitely does. And I I think a lot of um, a lot of reporters were saying you know that this year could essentially be or a make or break for Sean McVay. Not saying that he's obviously going to get fired if they don't make the Super Bowl, but like with the roster that they have right now, mm-hmm. this is a team that it really is Super Bowl or bust. So like they don't, they don't have an excuse. I mean, now I mean, if you want to say, oh, the quarterbacks are hurt, blah blah blah, but based on roster talent, 
They don't have an excuse. They have one of the better rosters, you know, top to bottom in the NFL. I mean, it helps when you have arguably the two best players on defense in Aaron Donald. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, so they have to go all in there. Yep. And I would talk about uh the upcoming game with them when the Packers, but I'll leave that for the for the um preview. Yeah, yeah. We we don't leave that for the preview because we gotta wait anyways, especially the way their injury report <laughs> could mm-hmm. shape out, the way theirs can shape out. So we, we it's probably best for us to wait because I don't know. I'm feeling a little eighteen thousand dollar kiddish. I might have an upset pick, you know, right there. So I, I, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get the injury report before I make any bold statements. Yeah. All right. So should we talk about the next game? Of course. Let's go ahead. So uh, we're going to say Taylor Heineke definitely surprised a whole bunch of people. <laughs> Heineke shot. I was you telling told you. Me. You told me. System, he, I don't think he'll be as bad as people think. And he actually looked pretty freaking good. How many times have you watched the Washington Football Club? Like, how did you know Heineke was going to be able to he, essentially I mean, stand toe to toe like that? I mean, I didn't. Just, I felt like he knew the system. He knew Ron Rivera. He. He played a little in Carolina. I mean, did I watch him all that much? No. But from what I saw when he came in uh, for Haskins um, week, I want to say 15 or 16, um, he he looked like he had control of the offense. He was moving the ball consistently. I mean, he went down. He had, I think, two drives. One, he led to a score. The other, they, they drove down and then um, stalled, at, like, inside the red zone. But I felt like I just had a hunch that he'd do decent. Enough to not, not get killed, stay in the game, basically. Yeah, not only did Heineke look good, Heineke was fun to watch. Like yeah, I, I was, was starting to look to I was starting to look forward, you know, to the to Washington actually having the ball on offense. And I I came into the game ready to see, you know, def- a defensive battle. I was ready to see their front seven against Tom Brady. I was ready to see the Bucks front seven. You know, I, I fully expected them to blow up Washington's football club. But Heineke looked really good. And oh, I enjoyed dude. I enjoyed every bit of it. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Since Heineke looked so good, you got rid of Dwayne Haskins. Yep. Alex Smith very well could possibly retire. Do you draft a quarterback or do you say, Heineke, this is your football team. Let's see what you can do at least for a year. That's what Jacksonville did with Minshew. We basically told, gave him the keys, you know, for a year and said, let's see how you do. That's tough because Heineke is fairly young. I think he's only yep. been he's only been in the league, I think, two or three years. So you could do that. But if you do like one of those quarterbacks in the later first round, you could get them. And then I don't, I don't know what you would do with Heineke because, I mean, they just signed them to, like, the practice squad. And then they moved them up when basically when uh, the game when Alex Smith was out. 
Right. And then Haskins started and then he was uh, released. But, um, I mean, it, it all depends on what they want to do. I mean, Heineke definitely, if that was his, um, if that was his, uh, what is, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, shoot, I can't think of the word. But uh, anyway, if they wanted to, if he wanted to use that as his, uh, I can't think of the word. Well, anyway, they can go to, they could go to the rookie. They could draft a rookie and uh, call it good. So but, you say go ahead and draft a rookie. Yeah, I mean, or or get a free agent. It depends because there's good free agents too. There's At quarterback? Free agent. At quarterback. I mean, obviously you got Dak. I don't know if he's going to stay. Man, you know Dak. You know, you know they're paying Dak. They should. They have no choice. I, honestly, let's go ahead and remove him off the free agent list. I don't. I don't think Dak stays on board. You know, for a long time, he's getting paid, especially the way that team looked. I mean, Andy Dalton picked it up, but oh my God, they. Dude, Dak was having games where he was 450 yards passing by himself. And if I'm Zeke, I'm clearly advocating for Dak to come back because I sucked when he was gone. Teams were selling all out on the run. So you know Dak is advocating. They have to sign Dak. So Yeah. yeah, I I mean, so so what quarterbacks are left? Cam Newton? Uh, I mean, you could go to Kobe Brissett. I don't know if you'll. I mean, no, not Cam Newton. Cam Newton is not going to get a starter job. He won't. If he does, I will be shocked. After what I Cam saw, New- like his, Cam we Newton talked about it last got, time. He says he got started football left in him. Anybody who watched the, who watched the Patriots or watched Cam Newton this year, if you really believe that. I don't know, man. I don't know because he did not look like he could throw it 10 yards without looking like he is just trying to chuck it. Like his arm looks shot. Uh, I'm I'm looking at the list. I mean, I guess there's not as much as I thought. I mean, obviously you got Mitch. If anybody feels comfortable with Mitch Trubisky, thinking they can maybe a new scene will help him. I mean, remember he, Tannehill? He looked terrible, and then he went to a different yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. Balled out. Not saying Trubisky is like Tannehill, but you never know with that. Uh, obviously, you got Winston. Uh-huh. Um, okay, now you being a Lions fan, is no, Stafford going to be available? Well, we're not cutting Stafford. He'd be Of course crazy. not. Uh, if I was GM, no. Stafford is the least of our problems. Yeah, but it's even it's bigger than even just the GM. You're about to get a whole new coach. Yep. So I mean, it's all going to depend on that. But um, he may look at Staff's contract and say that's not in the plans. He could. I mean, it is a. I mean, it is a hefty contract, but at the same time, compared to the new age uh, QB contract, it's not as 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 those because these new age contracts are forty mil a year. His is like 30. Right, which at right. At the time right. was the highest. But, but uh, yeah, like I said, Stafford, least of our problems. I, I, 
I really hope he stays, but if we do go rebuild mode, I mean, it's going to be another couple years before we're competitive. But, um, Riverboat yeah, Ron, Ron is going to have to do something to get his team to the next level. And if Alex Smith says he's not coming back, I mean, even if Alex Smith stays, I just don't know. Well, it's so, hard to argue against a 5 and 1 record. If I was Washington, it, it is. But if I was Washington, and let's say hypothetically, Alex Smith does stay. So obviously you got that, but they need weapons. Because yes, right they now do. they have they have Scary Terry, Logan Thomas, and then Steven Sims. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they don't really have much after that. Obviously, Antonio yeah, after, at running after, back, the, but. after those two, yeah, their, their best receiving threat is McKissick. That's your running back. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good running back, though, or receiving back, I should say. He, he is, good but in, you're um, right. In Detroit. They got to get weapons. You're right. Yeah. And, uh, but as far as the game goes, uh, Tampa brought pressure on Heineke early and often. And mm-hmm. he showed he was not phased by it. Like, he was, he was doing moves that, you know what he reminded me of that game? He reminded me of the college days Johnny Manziel. <laughs> Some of the escapability he was doing. Like, that is what he was reminding me of. Uh, see, I, I think I even posted it. For me, he reminded me of Fitzpatrick's ass. Yeah. You, you like, he, was, it, yep. he was literally making – the way he was running around in the pocket, literally he's in a full sprint running around the pocket, but keeping his head up. And making plays, you know, he's it, it reminded me of Fitzmagic, like the, the big playability. And that and it like I said, it just goes back to my, my original question. You gotta give the kid a shot, don't you? If Alex Smith if Alex Smith says he's not definitely back, keep him on the roster. You definitely keep him on the roster. I wanna know what his contract looks like. That's what Maybe I wanna he's... know. Yeah. I can definitely because how many up right now. and how many years does he have? Uh, <laughs> you you can do a lot because Heineke his situation is honestly it's going to look a lot like Minshew's. With us grabbing Minshew in the sixth round, obviously he can't leave this year. He can't so, leave because he's on that rookie contract. But at the same time, he showed out as a starter, quote unquote. Um essentially we basically kind of gave up on him. Heineke is kind of in that same situation because he came in not expecting to ever be the starter. Minshew was never expected to be the starter. He played better than he was supposed to. We gave Minshew the chance. Do they give Heineke the chance? Um, as far as his contract goes, though, uh his contract's up, so he's gonna be a free agent. And after that performance, wow. there's there's probably gonna be teams that are gonna offer him some money. Oh, there's, there's definitely going to be teams interested. I don't know how many are going to have him as a starter, though. Probably none, to be honest. But they will be willing to give him a shot, like a fair competition, I guess you'd say. Right, right. And yeah, River Riverboat Ron is going to have some decisions to make. That That's essentially what it's going to come down to. Yeah, I mean, no, as far as that roster, though, I really like how that roster is built. They're young. Well, they... I was talking to my dad, and they do. They did the exact opposite of the Cowboys. Remember, the Cowboys for five years drafted 
offensive linemen first round. Yep. These guys drafted defensive linemen in the first round for four years. Yep. <laughs> like their their whole line is first round talent, and it definitely looks like it has paid off. Now it is. I I, I wish I knew their salary cap issue because right now now is their time. If they can, they need to go ahead and start making splashes. If I'm them, I'm going to wait and see what Antonio Brown does because Antonio Brown only signed a year or two, right? Mm-hmm. I'm calling calling AB. AB, what you thinking? Uh, Tampa has weapons all over the place. I understand, you know, we may not be close as close to them and to a Super Bowl as they are, but – you, we can use you. You can come back to being the number one receiver, blah, blah, blah. We'll build our offense around you. I'm calling A.B. You already got Scary Terry. You already got the defense. They don't have to spend money on that defense. They don't have to spend a lick of money on that defense. Now it's time to fix your offensive walls. Yeah. Um, it, well, obviously, they, they have to go offense because that's been – defense was not the issue this year at all. No. So I mean, you got to go the uh, you got to go offense. Got to give them some weapons, whether that's be a trade or draft or even free agency. But but um, I was actually shocked that the defense gave up as many points as they did, though. I told they you they 31. would. Yeah, I know you did. You, you did, but I mean, Heineke kept them in the game, and then the defense just kept. Giving up yards, and the is thing is, is the thing is, we all know this. I mean, I, my my girlfriend knows this. She's a patriot. She's a Patriots fan. She's seen Tom Brady. You to give him chance after chance with the football. You just can't, especially in the playoffs. He's gonna play his best football. He always plays his best in the in the playoffs. You can't rattle Tom Brady. You can bring pressure. You you can you can kind of shake him up, but you you're never gonna rattle him. So I already knew that if Washington was going to win this game, they would have had to score 30 points off it. They got to score 30 points. As much offensive talent that Tom Brady has around him right now, it was no way that Tampa wasn't going to score 28 points. You know, yeah. so. Yeah, they look, and that's they with look Ronald like Jones clicking. getting hurt in the three game. That was with yeah, Ronald Jones true. getting hurt. Fournette didn't look terrible. So, no, Fournette actually looked really good. Fournette looked. The way he ran was how he ran his rookie year in Jacksonville when he ran for about 1,200 yards. Mm-hmm. He looked good with the football, uh, which was bittersweet for me because <laughs> I'm watching him now. I want to cry low-key because I'm like, <laughs> man, we <laughs> I miss my dog. But let's go ahead and move on from those Saturday games. Obviously, the Bills came out on top. They were a favorite. The Buccaneers came out on top. And the Rams were the sole underdog winners of Saturday. All great games, all stayed relatively close. Obviously, the Rams pulled away, you know, towards the end of the game. Uh, Sunday's games. Sunday's games were interesting. Obviously, the Ravens-Titans games was was fun to watch. Uh, The Saints-Bears, to me, honestly, was boring. Uh, Not because because it was a defensive game. It was just because nothing was going on, you know. It was literally the battle of field possession, you know. Oh, uh, in that game. And the Browns game obviously got out of hand. But let's go ahead and break it down. Let's start with the Ravens and the Titans. That game was actually a very good game. And I thought because of that game, I was like, man, these Sunday games are about to get real fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, 
that was that was Lamar's first double digit deficit win of his Congrats. career. And it was his first playoff win. And congratulations first playoff, yeah. to Lamar. I don't I don't besides obviously besides Titans fans, I don't see many people not happy for Lamar, you know, at that point. Yeah, I mean Lamar was uh Lamar Lamar, I mean, he started out with a um with a pick, which obviously yeah, he, could rattle a quarterback. He but, started off uh, slow. Yeah, I mean the Ravens in general started off slow. But uh then they they basically shut down Derrick Henry. All they shut him down all game. Which, and I know you love that because you, you think oh, he's overrated. Oh, boy, 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 <laughs> boy. You know I'm already about to get on Derrick Henry's ass. I watched the game again. Derrick Henry, again, did nothing but prove my point. He has no moves. He, he has no moves. He's just big. He has that step on. When a and defense he, is as big as him and as fast as him, he doesn't do anything. He does not. That game, he, he missed some lanes. There were some lanes there, and he, he missed them. And I don't know if you, you were watching the game where uh, Vrabel and him were mm, kind of going at it, but not really. Yeah, They're I see, I've seen that piece, yeah. Um, but, I mean, he, he there were some some runs where he did not find the hole and go. He just didn't. He just missed it completely. But There was uh, also some, some runs where he couldn't even make one guy miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the – that was definitely the uh, plan. They were the Ravens' plan was don't let Henry beat us again. Because let's face it, last year in the playoffs, Henry destroyed them, and they made yeah. sure they were not going to let that happen again. And then as far Which, as uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. You, that was your fault. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and as far as the Ravens' offense went, they they went back to. What they do best, run the ball. I mean, mm-hmm. Lamar, he's still I, – I really want to see him with a number one receiver, man, a true number one. Give him too. one, want to see what he can do. Because right now, as a passer, he just doesn't look – he just doesn't look that good. But that's that could be because it's lack of weapons. Because right now you have, what, old Des Bryant who – I mean, he's – Definitely not Dez that we're accustomed to. Right. And then you have Marquise Brown, who, if I'm not mistaken, he had over 100 yards receiving. He had a big game, but he's clearly not a number yeah, one he's, receiver. He, he belongs in the slot where he could be utilized the best. And then you're obviously got Mark Andrews and um, Willie Sneed. But Andrews is good, a good target for him. But, um, but yeah, give him a number one, please. What, and then what we can I see will... what this – this yeah, you're right. really do. I, I agree 110%. Uh, what I will say is the same thing I've always said. Uh, that offense and that, it's it's always going to be limited and it's always going to be Lamar-based. It, it, yep. It's only going to go as far as he allows it. If, if a yep. defense game plans well around him, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for him to do anything. And let's be honest, the Titans had a great game plan. That three three five killed him the whole game. It, it made him struggle the whole game. Yeah. The Ravens won that game because their defense stepped up big time. And and that was after, obviously, that the first quarter. After the first quarter, that defense stepped up. And 
that threw me off because I definitely expected better from Tannehill. I, I expected Tannehill him to look too good at all. At all. He had a great season. And for him to come out the way he did and not even basically be able to – he did nothing. Besides A.J. A. Brown bailing him out, mm-hmm. he didn't do anything. And yeah. I, I thought I thought he would definitely have a better game than that, especially knowing that the Ravens were going to hone in on Derrick Henry. I mean, I was – wouldn't you? Yeah. At that point – at that point – The play point, action should have been there. The play action was there. That was the thing. The play action was working. They just didn't commit to it. What the thing with the Titans is they gotta go. I, I hate to say it in the playoffs, they need to do it. They need to take Sean McVay's offense essentially and run it. They have to because everyone is going to say Derrick Henry is not gonna be the that it <laughs> there's no other way around it. Every team is gonna say that. So at that point, you need to keep those linebackers on the hills and you need to do some play action passes. They lost that game because they refused to do simple stuff like that. Derrick Henry was never a factor in that game. Baltimore took him out from the beginning to the end of the game. He was never a factor. As a matter of fact, I think his first 10-yard run didn't even come to the third quarter. And I was like midway in that. You yeah, got to – It was eight Go yards. ahead. It, it, it was exactly. Yards. Exactly. And it wasn't even 10 yards. It was not even 10 yards. Yeah, they bottled him up. Okay, but uh, Tannehill, like, obviously he wasn't good. And there were there was uh, on that pick, on that last pick that Marcus Peters had, uh, they showed the replay, and um, A.J. Brown had the defense beat. He was beat over the top, had his hand up. Yeah, he did. And he did. He was pissed, which I don't blame him one bit because he, he, he was over the whole defense. Yeah. That was a touchdown. Yep. But – but yeah, I don't know if Tannehill. I'm not gonna say he's not the answer in Tennessee because they already paid him, so they're stuck with. Yeah, him. they they paid him and he looked decent, but I I don't know if he's that guy that's gonna be willing to get you over the hump because obviously, I don't know how consistently he can beat you. Like if Henry has an off day, I don't know if you can count on Tannehill to be the guy to to beat you. I have not been a Tannehill fan for a long time, but the one thing he's shown me this year is I actually think he can beat you. I, I think I really think he can beat you. You just have to, again, you have to find the consistencies with, you know, Corey Davis. A.J. Brown's definitely going to do he, He's going to do his thing. He's, he's the least of your issues. You have to get Corey Davis more consistent, and you have to get John Smith more consistent. Those guys can't have games. Well, they're not even getting 50 yards. At that point, they're not even a threat in the offense. Yeah. So, um, but as for as far as Corey Davis, he's a free agent. So I don't know if they're going. Yep, because they didn't pick up his fifth year. They declined it uh, last year. When you have to pick it up, so he's going to be right. a free agent and he's going to get paid, whether wow. that's for Tennessee or not. Wow. Wow, but they're gonna have to figure it out. Like you said, if if you're a Ravens fan, you're looking. If you're a Ravens fan and you're not looking at Buffalo, there's an issue. Buffalo got a number one receiver, and all of a sudden, Josh Allen just became a top five quarterback in in the league. I mean, it, there's no way they're not looking at Buffalo. Like 
everybody's seeing how Buffalo is doing. I mean, Baltimore, they're coming into the playoffs real hot. They're, they were right in what, a five-game, I think a five-game win streak? Yeah, and they were averaging over 30 points a game. Yeah, and, I mean, they're coming in hot. So they it could definitely be a chief uh, Raven playoff or uh, AFC championship or even a Browns. Well, we the Chiefs got the Browns this week. Exactly what I'm saying. Browns could upset. Stop it. Okay, I mean, I'll leave that for Stop the preview it. as well. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Stop <laughs> it right now. You think Mahomes is losing to Baker Mayfield? Stop. Oh, boy. Oh, we're we going to save this. We're going to oh, yeah, save this. And I, and I hope I hope you got that same energy because I'm cussing you out next hey, week. Hey, I'm just saying, I may have not said it on this show, but I have said, like, it was probably three weeks ago, three to four weeks ago when I said um, the – Biggest threat, in my opinion, to the Chiefs based on style of play was the Browns. Based on the style of play, I, I said it. I said it like three, four <laughs> weeks ago. Oh uh, yeah, you, that's fine and dandy, but you you about to see why the Browns have no chance, bro. Uh, we'll see. I mean, nobody gave them really a chance to beat Pittsburgh, and they did. You're right. And they did I that like without it. a coach. Speaking of, that was actually my one lone loss this weekend was the Browns beating Pittsburgh, which will go ahead and take us into our next game. Let's let's go ahead and move it on to the Saints and the Bears. We'll come back to the Browns since that was the very last game. Well, we already talked Pretty about the Saints and Bears. That was the first one we talked about. Yeah, but I was why we did to, that, I don't know, but. Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to stay in order. But all right, all right. Let's go ahead and, like I said, that takes us to the game then, the Brown Steelers then. Uh, Steelers still no chance from the very beginning. Went down 28 nothing. I turned the game off before halftime. I was sick to my stomach. I obviously took the Steelers. The last game of the weekend happened to be my only loss out of the six games. To this day, I'm still... I'm still confused on how you butch that when the Browns haven't even got the practice for two weeks. Big Ben kept throwing picks. He threw, I think, what was it, two or three in the first half? Yep. So, yep. Um, and two of them in the first quarter. But, uh, but you missed a good game, though. You missed almost a, a really crazy comeback if you turned it off at halftime because it was – I'm trying to figure out, trying to remember the score. Well, anyway, it was like the beginning of, no, end of the third quarter. And when they threw that touchdown of the juju, right? Um, no, 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 no. This is, uh, they punted when they were, it was fourth and one, and they were down two scores, I believe. It was either, I believe it was two. And um, they punted. I mean, the defense was playing out of its mind. It forced, they forced uh, Cleveland to basically like three, three and outs in a row. So I, I wasn't opposed to punting because your defense was playing so good and you could maybe get the ball back with better field position because they were still in their own territory, which, I mean, it's fourth and one, though. And you're down 14 in a playoff game or 13 in a playoff game. I felt like that was the turning point in that game because they punted. Cleveland went down, they scored a touchdown, went up three scores, and then 
And then Pittsburgh went down and scored again. Uh, and then Baker had a long drive, and I, they settled for three, and then Ben threw the game ceiling pick with just under, like, three and a half minutes left. But, yeah, I mean, it turned I, I, out – it looked – so here's how the game started. started out like a Seattle-Denver Super Bowl where it was just a blowout from the get-go. And then it was looking a lot like the Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl with the crazy comeback. That's exactly how the game went. And then and then that punt, once once they punted, that was the turning point in the game. That was basically the end of it. Yep. I, I kept Cleveland went down and scored. I kind of kept my eye on the game, obviously, but I, I didn't personally watch it. Um I saw that they tried to make a last second comeback. At that point, man, they had Big Ben throw the ball like 60 plus times at that point. And it, it it worked until it didn't, you know, and I it ain't much to say about this game. Like they really that was probably the worst a Mike Tomlin team has looked to me in a long time. You can't yeah. The only time Big Ben I've seen Big Ben make that many turnovers, honestly, was against Jacksonville, against us in the playoffs. That's exactly what that game looked like because Jacksonville ran, you know, ran away from it early, and then they stayed in the game long enough to make you question if they, they these fuckers are going to come back or not. And obviously, eventually, they just ran out of time. They couldn't do it. But it, it didn't look good. Again, we already said this. Marquis Fonsi has already came out and said he's retiring. Uh, Big Ben was on the sideline with him at the end of that game. So I would not be surprised to see Big Ben go ahead and hang it up himself after uh, Juju came after. He's not going to retire. Obviously, he's on what, 26, but. 26? Juju's like 22 or 23. Juju's been in the league for like three, four years. Dude, I am pretty sure he is like he's twenty four tops. Look it up. Oh, I'm looking it up as we speak. On the set. Yep. Juju, twenty four. Yeah. He is twenty four years old. Yeah. That's what I'm, so we know. He, he, regardless, we know he ain't retiring. They. Uh, so speaking of Juju, how much do you think though? All the talk, all the TikTok videos and stuff like that. How much do you think that changed the Steelers' season? Because <laughs> obviously that's that, a big topic. That Corvette, Corvette. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> 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 Juju's dancing on the fucking logo did not end their season, man. He did it the whole year. He, he was doing it when they were... 3 and 0 he did it when they were 14 and 0 or 12 and 0 that was or 11 and 0 yeah that it wasn't the reason why they sucked let's be honest it was not the reason why they sucked um obviously it definitely put a target on his back and made more people want to kill his ass but it, it it's football it's professional football and if you're going to sit here and chalk up your season to a TikTok Bro, we need to all have a sit down because anybody who believes that, I'm probably releasing you from my team. <laughs> yeah, they uh, the the Steelers though they they gave other teams too much 
what I call bulletin material. They, they just did. Like Chase Claypool, he came out. He was saying, and talking shit, yeah. Talking mess and all, all that fun stuff. So, I mean, I get it. It's part of the sport. It's, everybody likes a little trash talk. But, um, I mean, don't forget, the, the Steelers were one, one half away from, the Colt, from losing to the Colts. And they would have went into the to the season eleven and zero and finished zero and six, including that playoff to, uh, L. So I don't know what happened at the end of the year, but they look terrible. Plain and simple. They, I mean, they lost they to look, the Bengals. They they look yeah terrible. yeah they looked bad. But again, you, I I just as a man, I'm not going to chalk that up to Corvette Corvette. <laughs> I'm not saying I, it, like the whole issue, but it had to do something. It had to do something because I know. I mean, it even it got is, to the point where he had to. He had to talk. Uh, Tomlin had to talk to him about it. Yeah, all it did it, it put a target on his back essentially. But again, let's, he was doing it all year, and after the the that after what well, it might have been that last win again after that last win. He had the whole team in there doing it. It was literally the week yeah. after he said, I'm done doing these TikToks, blah, blah, blah. Okay, he didn't do it. Started go, but and then he's like, I, okay. Then he hopped right back. He hopped right back in the booth. Yep. So, yeah, that, that was just a terrible way. If, if you're a Steelers fan, that was, I don't know if you could have had a worse ending to the year. I really did don't. See, did you see uh, Chase Claypool talking shit again about the Browns? Oh, of course. Yeah, but you said they're gonna get clapped by Cleveland or by Kansas City next week, which I firmly believe. I mean, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely gonna be a favorite. Like everybody's gonna pick uh, Kansas City to win, but it, I may or may not. Say <laughs> so we, we'll find out on the next show. Tune in on the next show to find out what kind of wild shit you go say next. But, but. If we're going to hop into that little bag just briefly, I'm going to give you all my hint on it. It's the same. I, I see that game like I saw the Tampa Bay and uh, Washington football game club. They're going to have to score 35-plus points to win. Cleveland can. Cleveland's <sighs> offense can score. Don't act like they can't. They've scored 40-plus uh, multiple times this year. They you don't do that by can. accident. I don't. I don't see it happening. The only reason I right. give Cleveland a chance: ball control. Exactly why I gave Indianapolis a chance against Buffalo. They play wrong. ball con- almost right though. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't a blowout. Like, like people are going to pick Kansas City. I mean. You if I don't pick like, Cleveland, I think I think whatever the spread is, I, I feel like Cleveland's gonna cover. You sound like um what's his name on on Hustle and Flow? I could have been I was wrong, but I could have been right. Exactly. <laughs> I was wrong, but it could have went either way. You're right. <laughs> he said I was wrong, but I could have been right, so therefore I'm right. <laughs> That's what you sound like just now. Yep, um, exactly. Yeah, nah. Like I said, we just gonna briefly touch on it. I just gave my little input, but 
I don't see the Browns passing, but we'll talk about that. Either way, that is it for the recap. The underdogs couldn't do it from a man, the $18,000 kid. And I told y'all asses to stop listening to his ass. If it ain't fan duel, don't listen to his pickums. You listen to me. And I'm going to make you some money. I went 5-1. and one. And let's be real. Bro, how could we possibly think a team that hasn't practiced for two weeks was going to beat the number one defense in the league? And with no head coach. <laughs> exactly. Like, I got set up. Vegas cheated. They cheated me. I should have been 6-0. and oh. Yeah, the one win, by the way, if anybody was interested, it was the Ravens. And that was the one I bet the <laughs> most money on. I did bet the Ravens. So, Lamar helped me out. Man, shit, that, you say you bet the most money on that one. That was the one I – that one in the Colts game was the one I was super hesitant on betting with. Mm, I just – I felt Lamar – the way they were coming into the playoffs, I felt like they were going to get it done. Well, going into next week, do you have any teams you got your eyes on in particular? As far as, like – so. Um, I mean, obviously, the biggest or the most exciting matchup that everybody's looking forward to, Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. I'm looking forward to that. Okay, so that's the game you're looking forward to. Now, let me ask you this question. Without you actually telling us, mm-hmm. can, you see, can you see the upset? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about the Rams upsetting Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Because um, a lot of people got I the can, Packers. But a I lot don't. of people got the I mean, Packers in the Super Bowl. I personally, I have the Packers winning the Super Bowl. So you have I them mean, winning the Super Bowl. I have them winning. Oh the Lord! Super Bowl. Oh Lord! Oh. Let's go. Let's go ahead and get off the air. It ain't time. <laughs> it ain't time for you to go ahead and drop some heat like that. It is not time for that. It is not time for that. Damn. I'm just saying. That's all I'm going to say. Damn. So So you clearly see no upset there. Uh, With that being said, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for being part of the show as always. $18,000 kid, it was good to do this recap with you. Your sorry ass need to stop picking all these upsets and you have a better record. But that's okay. I, I don't win as much money. And you are one of the reasons why Vegas is Vegas, and they have all these skyscrapers. Um, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, we are on the NBA cast on all social media platforms. That includes Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and also YouTube. We are going to get back to doing our visual shows as well. But thank you again for showing your support. Uh, audio files are always going to be our best bet as we are a podcasting page and we are not a YouTube channel. So let's go ahead and get that cracking. Steve-O, I'll see you next time.